0: time for our buddy Michael Roizen, Dr. Michael Roizen from the Cleveland Clinic to stop by and uh, help us understand how to live better, longer, all that stuff. Dr. Roizen, we are so happy you're here. So many questions. Welcome back.
1: It's a privilege to be here, especially when you're working instead of trying to hit a hole in one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. Anything will happen (laughs) that can. That's the law of averages, right? Anything will happen that can. Okay, let's talk a little bit about health and medicine and all that stuff. We got the FDA full approval for the vaccine from Pfizer this week, but we didn't get it for Moderna or Johnson and Johnson is there something we should know about moderna and johnson and johnson
1: no they haven't they just haven't submitted their final uh, proposal and the the thing that takes a long time is the manufacturing review of the manufacturing process they go and examine the plants and there are multiple plants and um pfizer's was uh, part of their manufacturers in germany obviously and uh, so the FDA has to have staff that goes there and really does a uh, total uh, look at to make sure there isn't anything that will um, contaminate anything that will make it less pure. And so th- they have, and and then they had to look at, I mean, how many, you know, 180 million people got it. They have to look at the records on the 40,000 in the study, redo them for. Uh, eight months after they got the shot, so it's a long process and a lot of work, not much of which can be automated. So that's the uh, the real problem, um, and uh, that's the uh, real issue, if you will. Um, so uh, the Moderna hasn't submitted their final um, material, nor has Johnson and Johnson, and that's uh, part of the the the, the long Process of approval, so don't read anything into it. In fact, if you if you look at the data, Moderna looks more effective. Um, they're all, I mean, the the Pfizer and the Moderna are both incredibly effective. You know, we were hoping for 50% effectiveness to get 95% uh, after uh, three months, and uh, probably about 88% after six months. Is really remarkable for both of these, but it looks like Moderna has a little higher effectiveness against the Delta than the than the Pfizer. But I, you know, they're it's it is uh, very close, and they're just incredibly effective, incredibly safe. One in um for adult males, it's about one in five hundred thousand uh, serious adverse events, as opposed to probably. Um, a one in 50 shot of uh, preventing a serious adverse event from the uh, disease itself. So, hmm. incredibly high benefit to risk ratio.
0: Well, that's what we look for. And uh, that's great information, Dr. Royce. We're talking to Dr. Michael Royzen from the Cleveland Clinic. Doc, uh, I want to get the uh, booster shot, but I'm not eligible until December 15th. And you told me last week there's no reason to jump the gun. Uh, I, I know the Delta variant is heading up to the eastern area of the country, even though we're seeing it kind of diminish in the in the southern states. Is there any reason for me to try and jump the line at all and make sure I have a booster?
1: Uh, no. Okay. You've, you're, you're, you're in the very well-protected stage still, because you're, what, four months into the vaccine. So you're about as protected as you. You're at a, a good a, a peak protection, both from your T-cells being killer T's and your antibody production being neutralizing antibodies.
0: That's my new band name, the killer T's. We're going to be the killer T-cells and we're going to fight viruses well, everywhere. Well,
1: I got to tell you, my favorite band name is the checkpoints. And do you know why?
0: no. Tell me about it.
1: Oh, come on. I, th- I thought I told you the story. So Jim Allison, who invented checkpoint inhibitors, always played a band. In fact, he was on the cover of Rolling Stone <laughs> when he was playing in a Berkeley coffeehouse. Um, he got the Nobel Prize for inventing the checkpoint inhibitors, for discovering the checkpoint inhibitors um, that uh, help with major changes in cancer. Uh, success. So before the checkpoint inhibitors, uh, metastatic malignant melanoma, five-year survival rate, less than 1%. Now it's around 80%. Wow! So he deserves a Nobel Prize. But his band is called The Checkpoints.
0: (laughs) What a great story. And you're also proving that science people are not always nerds. They've got bands too. That's great, Doc. What a great story. I have to ask you, I want to get... uh, I want to get to some of your medical research, but I have to ask you about the masks, because you and I have had numerous talks about masks and wearing masks and inside and outside. We're seeing a lot of push for masks for kids back in school. Uh, Do you still believe the best and really only effective mask is the N95 respirator mask?
1: Well, the N95 is the best mask. Um, that is available um, that, that you can wear. I mean, there's some hooded respirator masks that are actually more effective, but no one's going to wear, hopefully, no one's going to wear one cool to a party unless they're going to a uh, a space lookalike party, <laughs> if you will. A costume um, party, but, yeah. the... <laughs> but in any case, um, the point is that... Uh, N95 is what you want if you're on an airplane or in close contact. Kids wouldn't wear an N95. Remember, the non-N95, the paper masks, if you will, um, are really to protect others from you. Um, The N95 both protects you and others. So if uh, you're in a school and you want to protect the other kids from getting it and transmitting it, it's our socially responsible thing to do that is you're really helping society stop the spread of this and stop the spread to your fellow uh classmates your fellow kids maybe even to the teacher or teacher but it's really the kids getting it and transmitting it to their uh, parents and grandparents that you're protecting so it's a it is doing your civic duty your socially responsible duty you you know that I think the worst thing that happened in America was doing away with the draft, because I think the draft gave us all of a feeling of shared responsibility. And I think the fact that not as many are wearing masks or getting vaccines is the fact that we don't have that shared responsibility anymore. Um, because they did away with the draft.
0: Well, uh, Doc, I'm pro-vaccine. You and I have talked about that. I'm I'm very happy I got vaccinated, but I'm dubious about the masks for kids because we've we've been told that this really doesn't affect the kids that much. There has not been an outbreak or a hotspot that's been attributed to kids in school. Do the kids really need to wear the masks all day in school? It seems like it's it could cause other problems too, social problems as well as, uh, you know, locking them down with a mask on their face.
1: You know, um, I'm not a pediatrician, and I don't know the data well enough on kids to say for sure, but I do know the long-haul data. So if the kid gets it and gives it, and the kids are usually asymptomatic, but if the kid gets it and gives it to a parent who gets a long hauler, or even gets the long hauler syndrome themselves, and we just don't know what's going to happen, that's a very bad syndrome. And, and so I would do whatever I could. You know, the, 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 the Florida school system, the, one, the first one that opened within a day, had 400 uh, people having to go into quarantine and 116 infections, um, including something like uh, 10 people had to be hospitalized. So I'm not uh, a very, I'm not a, a, I don't know how we can, um, you know, we got to get rid of the Delta variant spike, which we get rid of. And I mean, the way Florida and Alabama um, and Mississippi got rid of it is they got a ton of people sick. And so they got um, essentially herd immunity they're getting in their community. Um, The problem is it's going to come up to the, uh, It's moving north through uh, Tennessee and uh, Georgia and up to uh, southern uh, Ohio and southern Indiana. And it's moving to uh, South Carolina and then and also as far west as Texas and Arizona and New Mexico. So uh, I think this is uh, we're, we're we're all due to if you haven't got the Delta spike yet, it looks like you will. Um, I'm just hoping the warm weather uh, keeps the spike to a very low level until people can feel confident enough to get vaccinated.
0: Dr. Michael Roizen of the Cleveland Clinic, my go-to on all things medical, all the research, all the time. Dr. Roizen, thank you for being here.
1: You got it.